Welcome to the Survive to Thrive Radio Network at www.survive, the number two, thrive.net. Times are getting tough for most of us, and being prepared has never been more important. All of our hosts strive to keep you well informed so that you can achieve optimum health in all areas of your life. If you feel that the shows and website are informative, please share this information with your friends and family. If you would like to see certain topics covered, please let us know. Join us on Facebook to help spread the word. You can find the link at the bottom right of the Survive to Thrive homepage. EnterHealth Botanicals is the sole sponsor for this network, providing you not only with important information, but also with highly effective products that produce real results, such as EnterFood, coconut milk powder, liver cleanse, Coco Mojo, Silamarin, NutriCafe, and introducing the new 40-day, 40-night organic preparedness pail, a preparedness supply online day. Supporting EnterHealth supports both this network and your own health. Without good health, we go nowhere. Go to survivetothrive.net and click on the EnterHealth banner on the top right for automatic discounts or call them at 866-762-9238. That's 866-762-9238. You can also go to their website at www.enterfood.com. That's E-N-E-R-F like Frank, O-O-D like dog, dot com. Enterfood.com. A big thank you to all of our listeners already taking the products that Enter Health offers. We truly appreciate it. We thank you for your support and encourage you to listen often to stay informed during these crucial times. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's Hawk coming to you live. It is 5-23-2019. It's a live Thursday night show. And I'll tell you what, it's so nice to be on this air and to talk to you. And I'll tell you, there's power in the blood of Jesus. There's power in the blood of Jesus, ladies and gentlemen. And that is the key to your survival on this planet or any other planet or in deep space. Because I'll tell you what, if you've been paying attention, I don't know if you all remember, a lot of you do, and some of you will look it up and go look at it, but you remember the Flash Gordon movie back in the 80s, which was a redux or redo on the old 1930s Flash Gordon or the you know earlier movies and that kind of stuff. But if you remember at the beginning of it, it's like Flash Gordon, you know, that kind of a song in there. But at the beginning of the movie, you see these evil fingertips like with long fingernails and stuff. And then you see the evil Emperor Ming that looks like the devil, by the way. And he has a TV screen in his spaceship, you see. And he's got a keyboard down there, and he's watching all the, the chaos on the planet. And he's got like a button that says, Tornadoes! And he pops the button, and he goes, Ha ha! And then on the screen appears... Giant tornadoes striking the land like, you know, maybe he would want to strike a, a state capital like Jefferson City, Missouri, because they just passed a pro-life uh, bill that limits abortion and that kind of a thing and was one of the next states to come online. Or maybe, you see, he presses 
giant earthquakes or volcanoes or uh, hurricanes, uh, you know, whatever it might be. Or let's just give them, you know, 12 inches of rain. <laughs> we'll flood them out. It's like evil Emperor Ming is pushing the buttons. And it's not too far from that because I'll tell you, people say, well, Hawk, who exactly is it? Well, I don't know. I'm not in the control room watching them, but I'm just trying to say this technology, which I've been talking to you about, this mimic, this University of Wisconsin MIMIC, uh, TPW.M version 2 or whatever it is, M2, whatever, TPWM2, well, a mimic, but it seems to be that you can spot the usage of their electromagnetic forms, you see, and we'll talk to you about this. It No, you don't go up there and say, show me the electromagnetic forms page, blah, 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 blah. You have to watch this stuff. People, I've been sending it to different people. I've had Brother Steve Quayle's posted it, and we've talked about this for a number of years. I'm going to tell you, if you watch this thing two, three, four times a day, and if you go to different domains, in other words, like uh, North America, Con U.S., North Atlantic, uh, East Pacific, Mid-Pacific, West Pacific, uh, Europe, uh, North Atlantic, whatever it might be, South America, Indian Ocean. There's all kind of different domains, all right? And if you look at that at the highest level of uh, uh, the uh, layers, all right, you'll see incredible stuff. Well, this morning I was looking at these ribbons, giant ribbons of energy again, all right? And I think that sometimes when I see those, they're like coming from the polar caps, you see, and going all down, you know, up and down on the globe, I think that is, to a great degree, that probably is some of the fallen angel technology. Now, in understanding that, the fallen angels, you see, people think of angels as cute little cherubs or cute little, no, 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 no. And then they also can assume many different forms. But when the angels were fallen and Archangel Michael and Gabriel and their other angels of the Lord in heaven threw them down along with Lucifer, okay, then they lost their first estate. And now they, still being angels, but they've lost their first estate, don't have necessarily the ability to travel without the means, in a lot of cases, of technology. Now, technology can also mean a stargate. Technology can mean a spacecraft. Technology can mean a lot of things. It also can mean the deep underground bases when they were, quote-unquote, the watchers and had civilizations that they created on planet Earth while they were in the background, you see, running the things and being the, quote-unquote, the gods, you see. And then you have their spawn with the earth women at Genesis 6 Giants, as Brother Quayle's talked about for years. And incidentally, that's Q-U-A-Y-L-E, stevequayle.com, 
for anybody out there who is new to the show and doesn't know who I'm talking about. SteveQuayle.com, Q-U-A-Y-L-E.com. And then he also has, you can go at the top of that page, you can click on his Genesis 6 Giants page and take you to another website where he's got all the information about the ancient giants and the ones that are still alive, okay? So, but I'm telling you, then the other people involved are the Luciferians. I told you a number of years ago that I had information that our technology of the scalar inferometers or atmospheric heaters or Tesla howitzers or HARP, high-altitude aurora research project, which is a massive antenna field in Gakona, Alaska, that of those types of installations and other technologies that will create the atmospheric heater or the ionospheric heaters, the scalar interferometers, that the United States was a participant, either owned outright or participated with, another country in 72, up to 72 of these around the globe. The Russians have huge installations and use their over-the-horizon radar. You can find the weather patents, the patents to do weather warfare, and that kind of stuff. You can find those in and amongst heart patents. But you can also read about them in uh, Tom Bearden, the stuff that he's put out for years, uh, knowledge about the weather x-ray. Do you remember the 1976-77 that the Russians activated their woodpecker, which was a huge powered column of energy that went on up into what was then, quote-unquote, the real jet stream back then, moved that jet stream to pull Siberian Express or Arctic air all the way down into the United States. And if you remember those winters, we had, I remember back then I was in Illinois, we had piles of snow along the roads that were 10, 12 feet high in parking lots. <clears throat> I remember one time uh, being in a parking lot of a mall in Peoria, Illinois. It's down by the river in those days. There was a stores and stuff down there. I think a Sears store and some other items. But anyway... I remember that they were taking and dumping in that parking lot down there a lot of the snow that they were scooping up off the streets because you were having these 8, 10-inch, 12-inch snows and that kind of stuff. And it kept snowing so much, they started dumping it into the Illinois River. I also recall uh, scooping it myself and piling it up on the edges of the, you know, driveway and that kind of stuff, and those piles were five, six, seven feet tall, too. But then the real deal was, was the cold. If you also recall, and I believe 77, that we had some actual, a lot of actual minus 20, you know, 20, 25, 30 below zero temperatures that then had 70, 80, 90 degree windshield factors in the continental United States. And I also recall that it snowed in one of those years down in South Florida. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the Luciferians don't want me talking about the weather technology, do they? They do not want me, so I had to go to the backup uh, 
facility here, the back cup, little talkie, you know, because the Luciferians and the fallen angels do not want you to know that you can go and watch their antics and that you can watch them, either the Russians or the Luciferians and the United States government, military, and intelligence agencies, those some of the same ones that are trying to destroy President Trump, that they are also, maybe like Diane Feinstein, maybe they meet with the Iranian foreign minister or something, you see. Diane Feinstein, who would take all your guns, but just loves the Iranian foreign minister, uh, who, uh, with, under Obama, they gave $150 billion to. But anyway, it seems as though, ladies and gentlemen, that we're in a situation here to where we've got this weather destruction as being created using scalar interferometers, using the Tesla howitzer, however you want to call it, atmospheric heaters, harps, harp-like devices. And prior to harp, you had in, I believe, in Wisconsin, you had a huge military installation of, of antenna that were used to communicate through the earth with submarines. Okay, and also one down in Texas, you see, and there's other different items like that. Now some of this technology has become portableized. It's also been put into space, and then the ancients have had it for a long time, the fallen angels, the ancient-type Atlanteans and those type of people who were alive on this planet and using the high technology you know, in Egypt and other places to run things from behind the scenes. Well, anyway, it looks like uh, they're using it again. And I would tell you this, that uh, uh, I saw yesterday, uh, you know, we had the uh, big tornado in Jefferson City. And isn't it interesting that they just passed the uh, uh, pro-life bill, the pro-life law that was... uh, uh, making it very stringent on being able to do any kind of an abortion, you know, after about being the third or fourth, fifth state, you know, to do that. And that it's a real big, huge trend. Well, isn't it interesting? They were just in the target line. They probably decided, let's pop them, you see, because the devil does not want you to know that there's power in the blood of Jesus, and that if you repent of your sins and you ask Lord Jesus to come into your heart to be your Savior, that you can have everlasting life in heaven, and that when you do that, and he can manifest himself to you, you see, Lord Jesus can, and that you're on the side of our Father in heaven, and that he'll wash you clean. He'll wash you clean and start to make you brand new. And when you do that, you get proofed up against the devil and his temptations. Because what he wants to do is to do blood sacrifice, create all this chaos on the planet. Just like I told you about an Emperor Ming from the movie thing. He wants total chaos, massive death, massive destruction, all kind of things so that he can try to steal your souls, you see, so he can then make his presence on this planet very soon in the near future, likely, where he tries to do that. And you see, then he will try to counterfeit what our Lord Jesus really is which is the savior of this planet who gave his blood and shed, had his blood shed so that he could 
then wash you clean, you see, and wash the sins of this planet clean. It's Atea. It's 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 our Father in Heaven's only begotten Son come down to earth and is God in the flesh, but also is on the planet. And that's what he was, and he's coming back. And his angels are powerful. I've seen Archangel Michael. I've seen the angelic realm. I was giving a, a vision, an awaking vision of that. I was able to see, like, through a portal, but I could, like, hear and smell and see through that. In a, in a like, a, just opening up in my room. In a, you know, I was in the... In the bedroom, I was sitting in a chair reading when I start this came on me. And I heard the most wonderful, angelic voices singing. It's a whole other language. It is so beautiful. It's, it's such beautiful singing. It's indescribable. And then that's when I was selected to be put onto the air by Archangel Michael and to be and to work for Lord Jesus to strike blows against his enemies and then secondarily to warn the remnant about what's coming and what's happening and how to prepare. And then wasn't that interesting is that about two, three weeks later, Brother Steve Quayle, while he was taking a shower, he told me, because he said the Lord always picks on him or taps him on the shoulder when he's taking a hot shower you know, or something because of the, uh, perhaps because he's relaxed enough to hear. Well, anyway, he was told to put me on the air and to try me out as a guest and then see if it might work. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going on in another month or so. That'll be 15 years ago, 15 years ago, ladies and gentlemen. And it's just incredible. Anyway, they don't want you to hear or to know about this weather activity and the ability to see it. You see, and uh, I told you where to go and what to do and look at it. If you look at it three, four times a day, it just is very interesting. They'll probably have to try to trick that thing out to where you can't see it as well. But then that means the people that they're secretly or clandestinely serving, they are not going to be able to watch it and see it either. So consequently, ladies and gentlemen, this thing is destroying crops. It is uh, increasing the Missouri-Mississippi uh, River flooding and the flood stages. It's increasing the Arkansas River flood stages, the Illinois River, the Raccoon River, all these different rivers, creeks, streams, lakes are starting to overflow. And then we've also destroyed millions of, of, of calves, uh, hogs, chickens, Okay, it's just incredible amounts. Lost uh, soybeans and corn for a year or two that were in a lot of the elevators and, and in storage in people's homes. Okay? You also have had a situation where I told you last week that only about 30% of the corn has been planted. I don't know about the percentage of the beans, but you can't plant the beans either if it's too wet. So consequently, you're not really going to have a crop this year. And that'll be the second or third failed crop for farmers. A lot of farmers are going to get out of the business. They're going to go bust, going to go belly up. If they have land costs, if they borrowed money on land, they still owe money on land, they got a lot of problem, you see, because they can't get a crop in and out. Now, there's other substantial things going on, too. If you look at Oklahoma, one of the things is winter wheat. North Texas, winter wheat, all of them are getting too much rain and storms and tornadoes. Kansas, storms, tornadoes, too much winter wheat. Excuse me. 
too much moisture for winter wheat that'll be getting ready to be cut. A lot of times in North Texas, it starts in June, and Oklahoma in June, March, July. Kansas, usually in uh, July. And then it goes on up north, going on up through Nebraska and parts of Colorado and Missouri and Iowa. And you go up cutting all this wheat. And you keep going on up in the Dakotas and a little bit of Montana and uh, other places in that northern tier, Minnesota. And then you go on up into uh, parts of Canada, the various uh, uh, provinces of Canada to cut the wheat. Have you ever seen them, the custom cutters go through and they just come in, a lot of them, where they use custom cutters. Some guys have got their own, uh, some farmers have their own combines and things, but they'll cut that wheat, man, and they'll move on to the next town and keep going on up and down the line. And it's just incredible. Well, if it gets too wet, then they have problems getting the wheat out of the ground. You lose parts of your wheat crop. You lose parts of the wheat crop, ladies and gentlemen, and the bread, you got people all over the world starving for bread and for items you make wheat out of. And then you've or that you take wheat to make them out of. Well, anyway, another factor. Yes, what Oklahoma and, and parts of Kansas and Missouri and all different places, they also, in Nebraska, you also have hay. Alfalfa and hay, which you feed them the livestock, you see. There's shortages of hay. Well, the only thing that kept some of the livestock in California in the drought areas, uh, you know, that were in drought the last, you know, decade out in there in Southwest, was hay crops from the Midwest and the Great Plains. Well, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this this is going to be hard-pressed to get a lot of hay this year. If you've got problems with it, if it's flooded out, a lot of areas flooded. I mean, we got barges on the Arkansas River ramming into, uh, you know, uh, bridges and stuff and then preventing the cars from going across to those areas and parts of Oklahoma there. You got all kind of problems so starting to see flooding along the Missouri and the Mississippi. And barge traffic is curtailed there too in some places. Because it's getting too wild and woolly and too too uh too wide and uh too much flood. So you've got all of this is directed and I can tell you that it could very easily be Red China, could be Russia, all of it's directed, or the Luciferians in our own government who wish to bring this country down, who wish to bring Lucifer onto the planet, who wish to destroy Donald Trump, the, uh, the bull in the China shop, the maybe for the last time, in order to show everybody the corruption of not him, but of all the people in the deep state and the federal government that that person was put in, maybe allowed in by the Lord. So anyway, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this stuff is getting ready to come home to roost. Meanwhile, that's all in a climate. All in a climate where we also have problems with water. I told you that uh, Brother Swede from Arizona was telling me about Luke Air Force Base and how they have a major problem with water, uh, the base water system up for the people because it's filled up with all of the chemicals from the firefighting foam and stuff that they have at the air bases. And then there's a whole big Guardian article. The Guardian, uh, there was an article today, it's called A Trail of Toxicity, the U.S. Military Bases Making People Sick. It says in Colorado Springs, businesses are suing the military 
for perfluorinated compounds, that's PFAs, which are calling, some are calling Agent Orange 2.0. Well, what it's doing is that it's starting to destroy the water supply, and uh, people are getting all kind of uh, uh, high amounts of PFAs in their blood, okay? And uh, has all kind of stuff that shows it may affect the growth, learning, and behavior of infants and older children, lowering a woman's chance of getting pregnant, interfering with the body's natural hormones, increasing cholesterol levels, something that affects the immune system and increased the risk of kidney, testicular cancer, and thyroid problems. Do we have any of those that are starting to go off the charts? I think you do. Now, I'll tell you something else is that this stuff is just incredibly bad news, and yet it seems to be in all the different bases around. Well, Colorado Springs, Luke Air Force Base, uh, and others, uh, you know, at uh, Fort Carson and Peterson and, you know, that in Colorado. Well, I'm going to tell you, that apparently is... That and from uh, New Mexico may be starting to leak into the Ogallala Aquifer, which is the large Great Plains Aquifer, which provides the bounty of all the grain, you know, in the Great Plains, okay? And that, in a sense, is being attacked. But on your personal level, let me just tell you, wherever you're at, if you do not have, like, a, a, a Berkey Light or a uh, Burke, uh, Berkey Berkfeld, you know, the big Berkey or, or the Royal Berkey or one of those kind of things, and they have what they call the Black Berkey filters, the Black Berkey filters. Those filters will filter out, according to them, they will take out the bacteria, parasites, uh, um, viruses, and up to about 99.9% .9 of chemicals, okay, will be taken out of that. And you'll have to read up on exactly what they say, but if you do not have one of those Berkeys with extra filters, then you need to get one if you always possibly can get one and start filtering all of the water from it. Get rid of all the different things that are in the water, okay, that are coming through the regular pipes and the water system. Now, Brother Quayle's talking about it for years, that they don't filter out all the different uh, things and different chemicals, and they don't filter out drugs and all the stuff that goes into the water supplies of municipalities that also has the phytoestrogens, okay, that then make men into, uh, into girls and that kind of stuff lower testosterone levels, lower sperm counts, all of it. Then if they're also, these chemicals are starting to do bad things to women as far as their fertility, then no wonder we don't have what we once had, a population that replicated itself. Another thing that you hear and see in there about the uh, ability to learn and the intelligence of the children and that kind of thing, attention span, what have you, can you understand that now in the planet we've got a massive problem where IQs are lowering and lowering and lowering down, okay, being lowered and lowered and lowered. And it's not just because, like in Europe or somewhere where there's a lot of migrants coming in that are uneducated, it's because the parents are also losing and getting lower IQs. 
Now, I told you a couple of weeks ago that 87, I read in another study, that the average IQ in the United States is probably around an 87 now. And I asked people to say, tell me what the word they used to call that in terms of a name, okay? Uh, what they used to call that particular level of IQ. And they used to have them written, and they were not nice names necessarily. But 87 is lower. I believe that the IQ used to be around 100 uh, back in the mid-50s, somewhere in there, as in more of an average IQ, 100. So that's dropped, I believe, considerably since then. And consequently, ladies and gentlemen, you've got a scenario where not only the problem is becoming more complex, but the people are becoming less able to handle them and less intelligent and less able to think and to react and to create and to create solutions for these problems. So then what have you got? Then you've got a technocracy that you can better believe their water is filtrated. Their foods are of the highest quality. Their stuff is all prepared for them, okay? I can remember a number of years ago when uh, Rockefeller and all a bunch of these big shots went to one of these uh, conferences, the Bilderberg deals, and if Rockefeller uh, got to bring their own wine and they sent their private jet to one of their estates and they picked up uh, case after case after case of their own wines, which were made from their grapes, you see, <laughs> that they were making sure were... Uh, Hello there, and welcome to the bottom of the hour. This is Darren Craddock for Enter Health Botanicals, sole sponsor of the Survive to Thrive radio network, bringing you the Hawk on Thursdays and Fridays, Nurse Amy and Dr. Bones on Tuesdays, and myself with Total Health Freedom on Mondays and Wednesdays. We are all here to keep you informed and tell you more about how to stay healthy and aware. We talk on staying well naturally, being prepared, growing your own, and more. With the right tools, foods, and information, we give you the kind of truth that will set you free. Please support our network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Hawk coming to you live tonight. It's Thursday night, 523. And I will tell you what, you want to keep old Hawk in the game and keep him uh, doing his thing and striking blows against the Luciferians on the planet, I pray that you would uh, want that, and I pray that you would send uh, whatever you want. It could be easiest Federal Reserve notes, medals, check, money order, any of that can be sent to Hawk, 3965 West 83rd Street, number 356. Prairie Village, Kansas, 66208. Hawk, 3965 West 83rd Street, number 356. Prairie Village, Kansas, 66208. And may Lord Jesus return that to you 10,000 fold. You can also send me a card or letter there, or you can reach me at Radio Hawk. 777 at hotmail.com. That's an email for me, and I try to answer as many as I possibly can. Now, just so that you all know, just in case we ever pop off the air on a certain thing or a website is down, I've given this in the past, 
but you can go uh, to GS Radio, get your pencil and piece of paper, go to gsradio.net, gsradio.net, and then you go to Global Star 5, that's the satellite Global Star 5, to listen live, and then, of course, that would be at the scheduled time, Thursday night and Friday night, and that's uh, they list it as an Eastern time period, 7 to 8 p.m. on the schedule there. You'd type the, the schedule under Global Star 5, and then you would go uh, to 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern, and you'd see Hawk on Thursday and Friday night. Now, um, and it would say, it would say not Hawk, it says survive with the numeral to thrive, okay? Survive to thrive, and that's where it'll be. So that's 6 to 7 Central, uh, 5 to, uh, you know, 6 uh, Mountain, uh, 4 to 5 uh, Pacific. And across the International Dateline, I'll let the Shellbacks talk about that and figure it out for you. Anyway, um, so then uh, gsradio.net, Global Star 5, list live, just in case you ever can't hear uh, on another thing. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, we've put that out in the past. We may also have a different archive coming up, that I'll let you know about that maybe tomorrow night. Um, anyway, uh, that way you'll be able to always get an, uh, another place for a set of archives. Now, I just also want to tell you is that... Uh, if you're out there and if you've got all of your long-term storage food or if, you're, if you, you've got your Berkey and you've got starting to put back a lot of storage food and canned goods or if you're canning your own like Lady J and Cirilla and Diane up there in the old stagecoach stop and uh, Mina down there on the, uh, in Florida on the new uh, garden uh, with chickens and all the items. Okay. You're starting to do all of that, but you can also get good canned goods, okay? And I prefer, if you can get nothing else, just get you another can of chunky soup because that provides a ration. You throw that together with some old white rice from uh, Costco or Sam's Club or something like that, and then you can store in one of them food-grade buckets with the twist-on lid, you know, and a little uh, oxygen absorber down there with that yeah. Uh, or a little dry ice, maybe, and that will keep that from going bad and kill the germs, too. So anyway, it's something that you will have if you had a little bit of rice or if you had a piece of bread that you can make if you've got some flour or wheat stored up where you can grind it and make you some bread, which is that uh, chunky soup on there, and you've got a whole rice for the day, you know. And it will take you down the road because you got meat, you got your gravy, and you got some vegetables and that kind of thing in it. Any other soups are okay, but if you have to have water, then that means you got to clean the water up. We need to really start thinking deeper, three levels deep or four levels deep on this stuff to make sure that we know how to do it, what to do. And you need to tell your children about it. And if you, you know, if you can, start to get them set up. Because you may have kids that say, oh, you're just all full of blah, 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 blah. You're the crazy old dad or you're the crazy old Uncle Hawk or that kind of stuff, you see. And I'm going to tell you something. Noah was a goofball until he was right, wasn't he? They all thought Noah was crazy and, you know, telling everybody, you know, what the Lord told him to say. But, you know, there you are, you know. Well, lo and behold, there came a flood, didn't there, you know. 
and had evidence of that blood, even all the stupid uh, archaeologist tags that don't believe anything that they didn't read in their own professor's history book or archaeology book, you know, they don't look for anything new, you know. But I'm telling you is that that will get you killed, you see. And that's what happened to a large number of people on the planet in the flood. But those that were ready and prepared were able to survive and endure it till the end, which is what Lord Jesus tells you to do in Matthew 24. And he tells you in Matthew 25 to get ready with the lamp on the wicks. <laughs> and to be ready for when the bridegroom comes. Well, it's a preparedness parable, you see, of the wise and foolish virgins. So be a wise person. Be a wise virgin, in a sense. Okay? So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you what, if you've already got that, then you may want to pick you up some gold or silver, uh, you know, bullion or coins. Go to Renaissance Press Mouse. Go to Steve Quayle, 406. 
and you got four out of ten of the young people and some of the older people now embracing socialism. Why? Because they don't have the opportunities they once had because for a number of years they threw all of the jobs overseas into Red China, into Vietnam, into uh, Mexico, into all the other places and they get rid of the jobs here. So people say, well, that is going to be cost American money, blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm going to tell you what, if you went back to the 50s and 60s, if you went back to the 60s, and you look to see, uh, prior to, let's say, uh, let's say 1969, prior to 1972 or three, and you look and see about the number of people that were employed by Detroit, by the auto industry, and ancillary industries, you know, Every one of those created four or five more jobs, okay? And then even some of the other factory jobs that worked for them created four and five more jobs. And then we had uh, lower taxes for sure back then. And I can remember, you know, uh, having it pretty good as a kid in the 50s and the early 60s. America was going to be bigger, faster, stronger, mightier than anyone ever else before. And with no trouble, no weird stuff. And not that much poverty, you see. There's more poverty, I think, now than there was then. And that's after spending trillions on the Great Society for them. And in the midst of that, Red China and this thing, Red China controls about 80% of the production of what are called rare earths and rare minerals that are used in high-technology stuff and in uh, cracking oil and gas and... Uh, uh, in electronics and different items that they're very, very high-tech items. You know, concluded in certain uh, metals that are very scarce and that very few people control them. It's like titanium. The Russians used to have the corner on titanium, and when we built the SR-71, the amount of titanium they were going to need to build that and to do some prototypes and stuff, the U.S. Uh, military or DARPA, the government, had to devise a another usage or another ruse usage to buy that from the Russians so it wouldn't tip their hand. So consequently, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a scenario where I'm telling you it's going to be extremely bad. And this food costs and all these things, if you're not buying additional canned goods. Now somebody told me the other night, oh, I'm just going to fill my freezer up. Well, that's good as long as the uh, EMP doesn't hit the power grid and take it out. Now, have you got your inverter generators, or have you got your solar, or you got your wind, or water power to generate the electricity to run your freezers? Well, I'm telling you, maybe not. If you don't, then you better get that if you're going to put anything in a freezer. Otherwise, it's no good. Now, I've got a good freezer full, but I also am buying, if you want to buy canned food, then you can buy, like, canned uh, Yoder's bacon or Yoder's uh, beef chunks or chicken chunks or what have you. You can buy chili. Uh, uh, you know, you can buy, uh, you know, uh, ravioli or minestrone or whatever it is you want to buy. Beef and vegetable soup. Uh, you know, beef barley soup, progresso, whatever it is. But you got to have something that is a full ration so that you can utilize it, you see, so that you can be prepared for the future in case something comes down the pike to where you have your insurance policy, not just Strock and Page, 
having theirs to try to preclude your choice for a president. And that is not going to stop. That's not going to go stop, let me tell you. Uh, the the Democrats are not going to come to their senses. They're either going to impeach or whatever. Now I'm hearing that uh, in California they're getting ready to require thumbprint background checks for ammo purchases. I mean, there's all kind of stuff. Now they backed off some of their ammo, uh, some of the things they were doing in California. But I'm going to tell you what. You might want to just go ahead and get some ammunition. And if you do not have a firearm, ladies and gentlemen, you can only get one or two, but you can get one of these two, you'd be all right. But the first choice, if you can only get one, would be like a 12-gauge pump shotgun, uh, a Winchester, a Remington, a Mossberg, you know. Uh, I like the old Mossberg 590s, all right? And if you have that, and you can have some bird shot, you can have number four buck, double lot buck, and you can have your... Uh, um, rifled rounds, your uh, you know your slugs, and you can you also get the flechette rounds, flechette uh, that are like little darts that come out that are real good in the old jungle. They used to be using them in the old Vietnam War. Used to have them old pump shotguns with flechettes in them, and they would just go right through the stuff. Now you can also get them with the fire rounds, the old fieros. Fire rounds, you see. Well, that's just to make pretty things on 4th July, right? Well, there you go, all right? But that kind of stuff you can get. If you had one, you'd have most everything with that. You can shoot a snake on the ground. You can shoot uh, uh, birds on the fly uh, to uh, hunt rabbits to eat. <coughs> or you can take down somebody who was trying to take what you had or to steal your children or to steal your wife or to... Heaven forbid, steal your husband, you know. <laughs> so now if they can't get that, then I would get me a twenty two long rifle, you know, like a Ruger uh, uh, 22 or a Marlin or something. That would be just a good old-fashioned one that had a multi-shot, multiple-shot magazine, you know. A Ruger 10-22 would be good, like you have a 10-shot, you know. And that would be the basics. If you can do more than that, then I would get a uh, either a two two three, like a uh, you know AR fifteen or M four type platform, a two two three. They're fairly inexpensive, and they have a lot of common ammunition because it is the military current military ammo for the most part. Or you can get a seven six two but thirty nine. AK variant, semi-automatic AK type variant. Kalishnikov type variant could be a Mac 90, a Mahdi, or whatever it is, and they will still. There's been more people uh, shot in war with one of those rounds, the 762 by 39 millimeter, than anything else. If you have other ability to get it, uh, maybe Granddad still has the old M1. You know, that's a fine weapon. You see, that one World War Two. All right, 30 odd six. Uh, and then for a handgun, if you can do that too, if you had a uh, 12-gauge pump, you had a, either a good revolver or a uh, semi-automatic, uh, like a Glock or a Sig Sauer or a 
Taurus or whatever it might be, Beretta, whatever you might think that you'd like. Um, but I like the Glocks. Um, a lot of people like the Sig Sours. Other people like uh, different items. But there's some pricing differences where you can get uh, Taurus and that kind of stuff pretty good. I would also tell you that you can get a Smith or a Ruger uh, a wheel gun a revolver, I'd say, or a Taurus revolver. I would get a three fifty seven Magnum, which you can then also shoot thirty eight specials uh, plus B or any kind of thirty eight, as well as the three fifty seven. And old brother Greg Evenson used to carry a three fifty seven Magnum, and he had that in his pump shotgun when he was a Kansas Highway Patrolman, and he was one of the bravest ones there was. He took on the bank robbers by himself. Because in Kansas, you roll, you roll by yourself, and you're a long way off from anybody else. God bless the old troopers out there from the Highway Patrol in Kansas. If you're out there listening, uh, old brother Greg would say hello to you, I'm sure. And uh, I would say this, you know, you used to sit out there uh, talking to the boys from uh, uh, Colorado uh, out there by the edge, or sometimes talk to the boys from Oklahoma by the edge. Well, keep doing that, and y'all stay safe out there, and all the Wonderful uh, people I know down there in the crossroads in Texas, all the law enforcement down in there and all over the country and in Mississippi, my buddy down in Mississippi, and uh, others around the United States, hello to y'all. And it's getting about ready and about time, so you guys need to get your stuff ready and have it in your trunks because you may be on duty when you get the weird message and you're supposed to open the secret red envelope or open up the new hot package on your uh, computer to get your new information and then, where you have to tell them uh, uh, what people you want to put. You've already had to tell them this. Who you want to go into the protected place for when they send you as the state trooper or the highway patrolman, uh, uh, they send you to uh, somewhere out of your district, okay, or maybe to the next door state. And they say, well, we'll take care of your family, you see. We'll take care of your babies and your your wife and kids and grandkids, you see. Yeah, they'll take care of them and make you do whatever they want you to do. Yeah. So you guys better get ready yourselves, too. And I'm going to tell you, whenever you see, like, Brennan and Comey and, 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 uh, and Clapper and Loretta Lynch... And now you're going to see Obama, and you're going to see all of them start to cringe here pretty quick. Now, I told you that if they made old uh, Barr mad, he might have to do some of them and go through about two or three layers of them. He didn't necessarily want to do that, but it looks like they're going to force the issue. And it's going to force that into happening. And then it is demanded by the people in the know and by people who understand that if you don't do it now, you'll never be able to remedy it. Never will be able to do it. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, get ready. Start buying additional food, ammunition. And then if you do not have a, a, a high-quality, brand-new, first-rate, military-grade gas mask with military-grade full sea burn or nuclear, chemical, biological, radiological type filters, okay, multiple ones for yourself, your partner, you know, your spouse, 
for your uh, children. And then with kids, there are things that are youth-type masks, because they can't use a full mask. The little kids can't. And then there are Baby Ranger positive pressure systems that were developed initially during World War II and World War One in a bit that you could put a baby up inside. Now... So many of you got some really good dogs and cats and stuff you love out there. You better get something for them and their positive pressure, uh, like containers and stuff, for dogs and cats. And they put a positive pressure system. You can also buy the machines that can do positive pressure. In other words, they're in the room, and they push out and fill in all the cracks to not let anything in the windows or in the cracks in the dim because it's pressurizing the house or that room. So you better look into that. But for the children, at least, look into the youth mass and the baby rangers. You still have to get the good, high-quality filters that are the best you can possibly buy, okay? And you don't want to get them at the surplus store because that's not where you want to be unless they're brand new. Some surplus companies sell you brand new stuff too and can are ordering continually. But uh, there's different uh, gas mask manufacturers and stuff that you can go to. I I used to recommend different ones, but I don't know at this point in time. I don't know if I've got really. Uh, um, I used to have one. Let's see if it's still here. Uh, I think it's still probably available or still used. It was. Let's see. Oh, I don't know. It was approvedgasmask.com or something like that, but I don't see it in my list here anymore that I used to keep. Uh, so consequently, it may or may be a different type of thing. But you can also want to get like a Tyvek F, T-Y-V-E-K-F type suit with hoods, the hoodie, and with the uh, booties and... Uh, then you want to put that together with gloves. You want the high chemical proof as well as impenetrable, you know, long sleeve rubber gloves, the ones they use like in a chemical plant or something like that. And uh, then you need all the items that you would need uh, for NBC warfare. It'd be helpful to have some... Uh, uh, the, uh, you know, the little atropine, uh, needles, the little, uh, what are they, the pen, uh, uh, the, um, you know, I forget what you call them, the, uh, things that you got in case you've got, uh, bee sting, that kind of stuff, EpiPens, that kind of stuff. Also, I, I was told by a special forces guy one time that, and they were involved in training for a lot of possible chemical warfare and things back in the day. And he said that if, uh, if he didn't have anything else, he would have me a couple of bottles of Pedialyte. Pedialyte. Because when you get into some of these chemicals, you see, they upset all the, the nerve gas, upsets the electrolytes in the body and that kind of stuff and prevents the brain and the nervous system from firing properly. And he said he would turn somebody upside down, and if had to, he'd take a Pedialyte bottle and put it in their uh, backside and pour that stuff into the backside into him that way if he had to, okay? To get it quick and quickly into the bloodstream, and it might do some good. But there's all kind of things, and you're better off to be prepared, okay? Now, as far as 
radiation and that kind of stuff. Cresson, C-R-E-S-S-O-N, Carney, K-E-A-R-N-E-Y. Cresson Carney wrote an excellent book, How to Survive Nuclear War. You can also find all kind of information at uh, Holly Dale's Dare to Prepare, and uh, there's other good books as well, No Such Thing as Doomsday. Uh, other good books, and it tells you about the the radiation factors and how much, uh, you know, basically you got to have uh, uh, two foot of dirt, you know, one foot of concrete, that kind of thing, uh, three feet of dirt, two foot of concrete, you know, so much thickness of steel, that kind of thing. Be in the bottom corner of a basement, you know, there's expedient shelters so that you can build there. Uh, you can take plywood and, and pile it up uh, at an angle, get in behind that, put some barrels, your water barrels, your stack your food up in front of it, your case goods, uh, all the different things. Put a workbench there, the old sofa that's in the basement, the old school textbooks and all that stuff, and pile up a lot of mass around there and go hunker down and get in the bottom of it there. And uh, that's some of the ways to survive. And it's just getting ready to where we're going to see some things you cannot believe. And by golly, I'd like to see Lord Jesus and his angels come back. I'd like to see all of the four horses ride. And I'm going to tell you, you don't want to go into their Luciferian night without a fight. Stand for the Lord Jesus. Stand for your family, your Bill of Rights. Mighty men and women of valor, use your high technologies to strike blows against those who would use the weather weapons against us tonight. Take them out of the box and show them the lightning that you've got to handle with. And let me tell you, Fandango Rangers, you know what to do. Mickey LaPua, buddy. You call old Cap McCormick, get him uh, situated and uh, keep your eye on that old optic and your finger on the trigger and just sneeze at Mickey, don't you? Ladies and gentlemen, good night. Talk to you tomorrow evening. Bye-bye.